This is your station. But what am I actually doing here? I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. You're going to figure it out. The last time I saw him, he was headed toward Devs. And then he disappears. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Doll Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Devs, the new Hulu miniseries brought to us by Alex Garland. Writer, producer, director, he's brought to us uh, movies such as 28 Days Later, he was the writer for that. He also brought Ex Machina, wrote it, directed. Uh, four years later in 2018, Annihilation came out. All technically fantastic movies and Alex Garland is continuing to blow my mind with all these amazing sci-fi hi-fi concepts um I'm really enjoying the first two episodes of devs let me kind of go into a little bit more detail so before we go into really deep plot stuff I will kind of give a small spoiler bumper to see if anybody that is interested in the show wants to watch it before uh wants to listen to this podcast a little bit before they jump into the show, so I'll kind of give you a brief synopsis uh, about what's going on. Um, but it's basically the same engineers and the same producers and ba basically the same team as Annihilation. Annihilation had an amazing look to it. It uh, had the cinematographer uh, Rob Hardy. He is the same cinematographer from Annihilation and Ex Machina, as well as uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, really love Rob Hardy's uh, visual look and the way he uses camera framing all the way down to color. This show is using all of those on all... They're using color and co camera framing to their advantage in every way possible. This is a very unique look. Um, Jake Roberts, he is... Uh, the editor from The Hitman's Bodyguard, Startup, Hell or High Water, Brooklyn. I don't think he's worked with um, this team before, but um, he's still he's still holding up really well, um, integrating with this Annihilation Alex Garland team. So this uh, this is about devs is a computer. Sorry, the plot of this show is. A computer engineer investigates the secretive development division in her company in which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend. And so this show stars Sonia Mizuno, who I'm actually not too familiar with except for the fact that I did see her in uh, Maniac. That was where I recognize her from. And she was also... Uh, in Ex Machina as Kyoto. So, yeah, oh, I, oh, it's all coming back to me. And she's also in Annihilation. So she's, uh, and as well as La La Land. So she's been in uh, some of Alex Garland's most notable pieces. Nick Offerman, I don't think I have to say anything about him. Everybody knows him. Park, uh, uh, Parks and Rec as Mark Swanson. Uh, Fargo, he's, he's a classic actor from... Uh, an ungodly amount of titles, and uh, he, you know he always brings the fire. Jin Ha, I' unfamiliar with this guy. Um, didn't have too much under his belt. Jesus Christ Superstar, Devs, Hot Air, Twenty Years. Haven't seen any of these, unfortunately. This might—I think he actually might be a Broadway guy. 
Um, kind of hard to tell. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar was a live feature. Um, anything else we need to know about this before we go into the spoiler section? Honestly, this has been a you know an excellent feature to tackle. Well, to watch after watching something as crazy as Tiger King, it's definitely the uh, exact opposite of what you're looking for. So. If you've just finished Tiger King, you know how crazy that is. We're going to do a season review, a wrap-up of it. We've already done the first episode. Um, that is a crazy-ass documentary series on Netflix. So if Dev's sci-fi mystery thriller is not really sort of your thing, um, it doesn't, you know, you don't want that, you don't want to, if, if that's not your thing, then check out Tiger King on Netflix. You know, you, it's the exact opposite. But you know what? They complement each other so well um, because they're so so much. They're, they're very rich pieces of media. So let's hop into devs in spoiler section of the first two episodes. That's all I've watched. And as of now, I expect you to have watched the first two episodes of uh, devs. So, yes, this is a very visually rich uh looking show the colors the technicals the sound i love the sound i love the look um alex garland is you can feel it just oozing with his uh direction and so um with it coming down to the intensity of some of the scenes the slow camera movements i'm enjoying the hell out of it um zach grenier is the hitman keaton is uh is uh, Kenton, sorry, Kenton is Forrest, Nick Offerman's hitman, and instant, almost instantly, you get uh, a vibe of like, holy shit, this is uh, some really intense shit, uh, just strictly off of the interview scene with uh, uh, the actor Zach Grenier. I don't really know him uh, as a name brand actor, but we've seen him in tons of things. He was in Fight Club. Um, I think he was the uh, boss in Fight Club that has to watch Ed Norton. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's also in The Good Wife and Deadwood as well. So we, we've seen Zach Grenier and some other things that just, you know, he's normally playing a role, a character actor. Um, what do we have? Um, Allison Pill. This is like her, uh, Forrest's secondhand woman. And... Don't know too much about her. Don't know too much about the actual facility that they're working at, except that what we can gain from what we found in the exposition dumped in the first two episodes is that Forrest lost his daughter at a very young age. There's some sort of technical company that he's running, and it seems that they're trying to predict the future in some way. Sergio, uh, Lily's boyfriend, is trying to get into the mainframe of whatever this the main place is where they code. And it's very similar in the ways you think about, you know, uh, uh, the annihilation plot of the, the, the girlfriend going to get the boyfriend out of this crazy place or something happened to her boyfriend. She has to un understand why. Um, so the whole premise of Sergio going to this uh, place to get the, I don't know, the, the code of whatever, I, what I assume is this technical company is trying to predict human behavior and Sergio was on his way to becoming one of those coders. And so we find out he was uh, working with the Russians and given that he's working with the Russians, he's got the James Bond watch trying to record everything. 
Um, I honestly thought that was kind of dumb. I, I was like, how did he not get scanned uh, walking in with that watch like that? I'm sure that's like ultra high security. Anyways, uh, what's his face? Kenton takes Sergio out in episode one. And from there we find out, um, you know, Lily Chan is just distraught the majority of... Well, she's not dis, she's not as distraught as I was expecting, but she's, you know, obviously very... Uh, worried about him at, at, in the beginning of episode two, trying to find out what all happened. Um, sorry, by, ep, sorry, by the end of episode one, she's found, found her ex-boyfriend. She's located this, the, the, the security tape. She's, um, she's completely immersed in this. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. Uh, she's completely immersed in this story. So she's met with the Russian guy. The Russian guy has met with Kenton. Kenton has been following the the entire group. Uh, she's He's been following Lily and the Russian guy. I think, what was the Russian guy's name? Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't find the Russian guy's name. Anyways, um, Anton, sorry. Yeah, he, he follows Anton in episode two and uh, takes him out. And so episode two is actually not shown in chronological order or sequential order, sorry. And the, um, I don't, it, we see the death of Anton at the very beginning. We just didn't know exactly what was going on. So we do have some timey-wimey stuff going on with the editing. I think this tech company is trying to predict people's behavior Sergio was trying to, you know, record this stuff for his uh, intelligent intelligence agency. Lily may or may not get inter, uh, you know, she Lily may get intertwined with it, but it looks like the Russian guy's taken out. He she puts up a sign anyway and says "fuck off." Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it at, at the very end. It's kind of a a mismatch of. Uh, you know, she probably wants to find out who's behind this entire thing, but she's also trying to listen to her friend, um, Jamie. And I don't know, you know, it, it's, uh, if she doesn't listen to Jamie, things could go south real quick. So, um, yeah, this was a very strong first two episodes. Um, visually gripping, just rich with, uh, that that direction that Alex Gardner Gardner Alex Garland sci-fi um it's got some of that uh visual flair that we have sorry not visual the audio flair that we hear in um Annihilation Annihilation had one of these soundtracks that was absolutely mesmerizing I couldn't think of a better soundtrack that year um it just gripped me and I remember sitting in the theater like oh my gosh I'm like I felt like I was taking off when things were happening it was just absolutely insane so yes I would recommend devs if you're into the uh the Alex Garden Garland uh stylistic sci-fi is what I would probably narrow it down to be but um other than that predictions like I said I obviously think she's gonna go um pursue the, the death of her boyfriend which we see security footage television of him walking around 
the campus after supposedly he had already been um, taken out. Um, either, I think it would probably be easiest for them to reanimate um, a digital version. Like they probably just made made that copy, but I don't know what they gave him for a body. So they they said that the cops got a body. It's like, did they give them his body after it was burned? Wouldn't they be able to see that he wasn't that he was suffocated other than uh, burned alive? I don't know. The, the timing in that, I don't know if that's going to work. Nick Offerman. This is completely different from anything he's ever done, to my knowledge. He's might have been in more dramatic roles than I can remember. Uh, not at this moment that I can remember. Uh, but he is... He's channeling some inner dramatic role for him. And I've always thought he had it in him. He's always been this kind of pretty deadpan guy. He's always just ultra serious, but saying some of the most obscure things. Um, really like his character in this, even though he's kind of penned up to be the bad guy. Um, yeah, and uh, that's about all i got to say about this first episode. It was pretty excellent. I, this is impressive for Hulu. I know this is like a crossover, crossover, Hulu FX, mismatch. I don't even understand how it's going on. I know Hulu's like 30% owned by Disney and then like 30% owned by Fox. And so put them together, that's all Disney. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I, I don't even, I'm not really sure what this entity or company is anymore but i'm i'm enjoying what they're putting out um but yeah thank you for listening watching lucky dog podcast devs season one episode one and two review um check out all the other podcasts um in the show notes and the links in the description that's where i'm going to have all the additional podcasts at this time i don't think i'm going to do a episode by episode i'm going to normally do a uh, opening we'll do the first or second episode as we did and then we're going to have a recap at the very end so we'll have a season finale um i do believe this is a week by week um show so i'm not I, and i think it's on like week five or something like that so probably check back in when it's all finished if you like this sci-fi type stuff you know this dramatic mystery thriller sci-fi um i would check out westworld it's a little bit more mm, of a bigger feature to tackle, but if you like, you know, this type of analytical predictiveness, high concept thinking, I would definitely check it out. Um, and this like giant ass little girl, I'm, is that Forrest's daughter? Or like, what what is she doing? And she's like got her hands in the air, like, hey, <laughs> I don't know. But there's like just the. Uh, just the visual imagery on this show is capturing enough for me to want to you know revisit the show i love seeing this this place the devs the gold magnet architecture the outside of it is just amazing they have this giant girl um in a dress i'm not sure why she's in a dress but um they have this giant girl and all these young girl images imagery all throughout the company and so it's like what is going on there uh, amaya um which i think that's what her name was um nick offerman's uh, daughter's name was and i you know being around it when they got to that uh the devs location and they're outside where all the uh, gold bars are like standing up i just had like 
10 out of 10 feelings of annihilation. I'm like, goodness gracious, this guy. Uh, Alex Garland's really trying to channel that energy. Um, but yeah, so if you like the sci-fi stuff, I would probably check out Westworld. That's another good alternative if you want to get something, your sci-fi in, in between. If you want something exactly the opposite, still just as crazy, and it's actually in real, real life, I'd say this is stranger than fiction. Tiger King. I was absolutely mind-blown. Um, Ben's, my buddy, uh, was like, dude, have you seen this shit, man? And I was like, nah, man, it kind of looks ridiculous. It looks, you know, just like a guy, crazy country guy, trying to tame tigers. It is anything but. I'm telling you right now, if you haven't watched Tiger King, you're going to have your mind blown. Um, the characters in that show could not be written as well as they are. It is... And they're not written. They're real people. So it's it's amazing. So check Tiger King out if you want to get some uh, uh, whiplash from devs, from your sci-fi, uh, timey-wimey, thrillerness. You know, check out Tiger King. It is uh, real-life craziness, absolute madness. I'm going to do a, a full recap on the series coming up, but I do have the uh, first episode already recapped. Check it out. Um, look at our podcast on SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Discord, paypal.me slash the look at our podcast for all support. Thank you. If you have, uh, an ad, sorry, if you have a small business and you are suffering and during the time of COVID-19, please let me know. I'd like to, uh, promote some small businesses to help you out get some, uh, traffic, uh, to your website into your business. So that's what we can do to give back during these uh, uh, slight tough times. We're going to do it. We can do it together. Just, you know, wash your hands. Make sure you're good. Check out Devs in the meantime. Check out Tiger King. Those are my recommendations. Could not do this podcast without you all. Thank you and take it easy. What's inside? Everything. Everything.